Well, it's a great honor to be with you as we celebrate this solemnity of the most holy body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm very grateful to Father Norby, to Father Mark, for the invitation to be with you today. For me, this is a return to home, the church where I was baptized. And, you know, as a kid, I always thought that this high pulpit was just the coolest part of the church. So this is really quite a moment. (laughs) 40 years is a long time to be wandering in a desert. That's the reality described in the first reading today. The people of Israel are on exodus, on their journey out from the land of Egypt to the promised land. They're being set free by God. They're being set free from a place of slavery, slavery to Pharaoh, slavery to false gods in Egypt. And they're being set free. They're being led by God on a journey to this promised land. And I can't help but think, what must it have been like to be a kid on this journey? Imagine, throughout these 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, all of these kids who must have just grown up, and that was all they knew, is moving from one place to another through the desert. And uh, as far as they knew, every day bread just fell from the sky. They didn't know anything different. That's just the way the world was. And I wonder if perhaps it was easy for those kids to lose sight of the fact that there was a miracle occurring in front of them every day. How easy would it have been to take the manna for granted? This miracle that occurred in the wilderness where every day for 40 years, God rained down bread from heaven for his people. And it seemed like just the most normal thing in the world. I wonder, is there not perhaps some similarity here with how we approach the Holy Eucharist? For many of us, it's something we've lived with our whole lives. We've grown up with it. Sunday after Sunday, or if we're privileged to go to daily Mass, day after day, we're in contact with the Holy Eucharist. And how easy is it to just take it for granted and to miss the miracle that takes place in front of our eyes day after day? I want to suggest that there's a parallel between us and those Israelites who were leaving Egypt Because we also are on an exodus of sorts. We're on a journey. We're on a journey from slavery to our promised land. From slavery to sin to our promised land, which is heaven. By our baptism, we've been set free from sin. If you will, we've left our own personal Egypt 
and now we're on a journey. We're on a journey that has a destination. The destination is the promised land, which is heaven. And just as God rained down bread from heaven to sustain the Israelites on their journey through the wilderness, he does so for us. If you will, the Holy Eucharist is our manna from heaven. It's the bread to sustain us through the wilderness of this life to our destination. It's manna from heaven, but it's also more than that. Because manna from heaven was food. It was food for the natural body. It was food that was meant to keep people on their feet, walking through the desert. It was ordinary food, even as it was a miracle that fell from heaven. It was food that prepared the people of Israel to arrive at a physical earthly destination. We are also on a journey, but our destination is not of this earth. Our destination is heaven, and so to get there we need a supernatural means. We can't do it by ourselves. But the life of God is given to us. Jesus Christ himself, God who became man, hides himself in a piece of bread and gives himself to us to sustain us on our journey. And so the bread that we eat, even as it looks to our eyes like bread, it tastes like bread, it feels like bread, this is God himself. It's God's word made flesh, given to us under the form of bread. So what's the, the upshot of all of this, or what is today all about? And for me, you know, I just get a lot of mileage out of seeing this connection between the people of Israel and us. God is leading us through a desert, which is this life, and I don't know for you what that desert has been like. The people of Israel encountered scorpions, seraph serpents, temptations to worship other gods, false idols, all of these things in the desert. And I don't know for you, what are some of those scorpions that you may have encountered? I don't know if you've gotten lost in the desert at any point. But if so, know this that we have a God who cares for us deeply, a God who loves us, and a God who has a vested interest in making sure that we arrive at our destination. So he calls to us again and again, offers to us the Holy Eucharist, this food to sustain us through the wilderness. And so our mission is to follow after God, to follow where he's leading us, and to not get lost along the way. After this Mass, there's going to be a Eucharistic procession, so a solemn procession that's going to leave from the altar here, and we're going to make our way all the way over to St. Clement.
And think of this as perhaps a way of enacting the pattern which should really form our whole lives. We, we say we're disciples of Jesus Christ. A disciple is one who follows the master. So what better way to practice being a disciple of Jesus Christ than to physically stand up from where we are, to get up out of our pews, to turn and to walk behind Jesus. That's a procession. My heartfelt prayer for all of you is as we approach the Holy Eucharist today, first on the altar and second in procession, that you would be able to see not just with your human eyes in your head, but that you might be able to see with the eyes of your hearts, the eyes of faith. That though this looks like bread, though this tastes like bread, that you can see with the eyes of faith, God is here, God is leading us, And I promise you this, if we follow him, we'll be led out of our sin, we'll be led out of our personal Egypt, we'll be led into freedom, into relationship, into communion. God will lead us to himself. He will lead us to the promised land.